everyone. Uh, welcome to And the Nominees Were. I'm Mike Frollo. I'm Jenny Halenka. And this is a podcast where we're going to watch every movie ever nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards. Yes. And I know we said it last week. Uh, we're almost done. <laughs> we are. We're almost done. Well, we're not almost done with all of the movies ever nominated for Best Picture. No, we're almost done with 2017. <laughs> but it feels like for it feels like we could just call it a day after this <laughs> right. one, right? <laughs> Pat ourselves on the back, like good job. Yeah, uh, well, well done, everybody. Yeah, we'll take two months off. That's that's it for season one. See you again <laughs> in two years for season two. Yeah, nah, nah, son. We keep going. We work. Sure. Uh, this is the year 2017. Yes. This episode is "Call Me by Your Name." Mm-hmm. And uh, you might have you might have heard some hints in some previous episodes. Uh, we might have mentioned offhand uh, that this episode is a nightmare or something like True. that. True, yes. Uh, it's and not it's, cursed. That was the get out. Episode. No, the get out episode is cursed. I don't think I left that part in. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think Just I left. So you it. know, it was cursed. Yeah, the get out episode was cursed. Uh, the call me by your name episode. Who boy? Uh, <laughs> let me let me tell you the history of that episode. Uh, we watched that movie. Uh, I had seen Call Me by Your Name like yeah, when it you came had seen out it in theaters, uh, in yeah. theaters um, a couple months into its run, and then uh, we watched. We sat down and watched it again a couple months ago. And uh, spoiler alert: I think we both loved that movie <laughs> a whole did. lot. Yeah, and we loved it so much that I think it was like. The next night, or like two nights later, we sat down to record the episode, and we decided to have a little fun before we were like, uh, I think we were watching an- another movie. Yeah, we. Uh, I think we also did Itania. Oh yeah, that we day. watched Itania that yeah. night, and we were drinking wine the entire time we watched Itania, which mm-hmm. seemed appropriate. And the wine just uh, facilitated more talking, and the longer we talked, we were like, hey, let's drink more wine. <laughs> As you do, yeah, as, and, as wine works. And so we talked for just under four hours. Yeah. Uh, and I listened to all of that. And I'm sorry. Yeah, it's uh, it was hard. It was <laughs> it was hard to wa- uh, to listen to all of that. It, you know, it's some scenes we'll just talk about for. Like we'll talk for twenty minutes about like one scene that happened, and then we'll just talk about uh, nothing for twenty more minutes. <laughs> um, we talked about just so many different things in that episode, and you know we recorded that pretty early into us me releasing the podcast, and I just kept putting it off. And putting it off until now it's the second to last episode being released. And it's still currently two hours and 15 minutes long. Right. Uh, and it is not fun to listen to. Yeah, that's the thing. I have the version I on my, on my phone that's two and a half hours. Yeah. And I have been listening to it for over a month. And it's... It's amusing, but it takes that long to listen to it because, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. We are just drunk and love this movie yeah. and are just talking about how how much we love every scene. And yeah. it's a lot. It's mm-hmm. a lot to take. Yeah. Um, so the plan right now, 
this is an introduction to a completely different episode <laughs> than the thing that we just spent so long talking about. Right. But uh, we're trying to explain why this is happening. Yeah. So we thought we would record a completely new episode, uh, but we have not seen the movie in like three or four months or exactly. something like that. Uh, it was. This is just completely on memory, <laughs> which now that I'm saying it out loud, this sounds like a sounds really like a bad, bad plan. Idea. But does it sound like a worse idea than releasing this episode? I See? don't know. Okay. This is this is the hard part. I feel like, uh, full disclosure, we should mention, we are not sober now. We are not sober. <laughs> All right. To be fair, but... Compared- but we're not two bottles of wine exactly. drunk. Yeah. Compared to this episode, I hopefully you will notice yeah. a clear difference. Uh, and it was if, heavy wine. It too. was it was red wine. Mm-hmm. I feel like this episode has already gone off the rails. So let's talk about Call Me By Your Name. I don't know. Well, because part of the problem in yeah. our in our old episode was we got really into talking about how this movie was made and who made it and stuff. And, mm-hmm. like, we didn't actually know any of this. We had to look it all up yeah. on Wikipedia. Uh, this is a film directed by Luca Guadagnino. He made two other movies, at least. I didn't see any of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was written by James Ivory. Never seen any of his movies. I saw one. Yeah. Yep. Very good. You get points. You I get, get points. Uh, movie nerd points. Yep. Woohoo! Yeah. And um, it's based on a book. I didn't read the book. Yeah. Uh, this is us summing up the first uh, hour of this episode, by the way. Yeah, so all this stuff happened. We tried to explain it. We didn't know anything about it. You can read it all on Wikipedia like we did. Yeah. Yep. So, call me by your name. Yeah. And we spent uh, the rest of the episode uh, trying and failing to summarize the plot of this movie. <laughs> And we would yeah. go off on tangents and stuff. Right. Which, th- that sounds fine. That sounds like a podcast, but it was not. It was... <laughs> it shouldn't take you four hours to get through the plot of a movie, especially yeah, movie a movie that itself, doesn't have a plot. Well, I was... Right. It doesn't... Exactly. It doesn't really have a plot. And also, it's only about two and a half hours. It's less that right? than that. It's two hours? Yeah. Okay. It's, well, yeah. it's more than that. Yeah, we talked uh, double the amount, just mm-hmm. about how great everything was, and how much we liked everything, and how many feelings we had. Yeah, and this so. is maybe another problem with uh, that episode, and with maybe this episode, which is that I love this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't have very many uh, interesting things to say about it, besides like, ah. <laughs> it was a lot of that we would talk about a yeah. specific scene and be like ah oh, it's so good mm-hmm. that would be it that was, yeah. that was the insight was oh it's so good um yeah i remember i i noticed a, a visual motif or two yeah you did yeah yeah uh which i guess we can get into that later once we actually talk about the right plot of the movie uh, but other than that, it's just a lot of us just remembering the movie and being like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. It's like, remember when this happened? Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. And just like reciting holy scenes from the movie, <laughs> you know. Okay. So, well, so let's start out by explaining what the movie is. Yes. So, uh, Call Me By Your Name is the story of uh elio a young boy on vacation wait 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 
I think you forgot to say a little shit. I <laughs> figured we'd get into that okay. later. I, th- I think it's very important. When you say a young boy, he seems like an actual, you know, a child, a young boy. That's true. He he's is not 17 a, and he's, a little shit. He's 17. Okay. He's a jerk. Yep. Uh, he's on vacation in northern Italy with his parents who are academics. His father is uh, some sort of like archaeologist right. or something like that. Yeah. Uh, working on stuff up there. And uh, they his father hires on uh, a research assistant by the name of Oliver, uh, a, young, a young man in his early 20s. Mm-hmm. Um Played by Army Hammer. I didn't introduce who anybody else was playing, but this, but Army Hammer. I, I, I thought just, the same thing though. I was like played by Army Hammer. Yeah, and it's then, just a thing you yeah. have to mention. Yep. Like it's, big big slab of blonde beef, <laughs> Army Hammer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm worried. That, you know, the last uh, episode was four hours of us uh, just fawning over this movie. This episode might be a full hour of just fa- us fawning over <laughs> Army Hammer because uh, that's something I, we forgot to do in the last episode, we, even though. We? I mean, we, we got it in at the very end. We were okay. like, how hot is Army Hammer? Very. Uh, yeah, he's extremely hot. Yeah. Uh, mm. But yeah, it's weird. Like, Army Hammer has barely been in, like, any movies. But, like, when I'm trying, I would if I had to describe this movie, I'd be like, Oliver, he's like an Army Hammer type, you know? <laughs> he's, he's basically Army Hammer, you know? <laughs> anyway. So, uh, uh, Elio's father hires on uh, a research, a young research assistant played by Army Hammer, mm-hmm. uh, who engages. Uh, and and, and it's, the the movie is about Elio and Oliver uh, engaging in uh, a uh, fling. Yep, summer fling. Mm-hmm. But it takes a long time for them to get to it. You know, yeah. they're both like, uh, you know. Elio isn't sure what he really wants. He also mm-hmm. has a girlfriend, a local girl, Marzia. Um, who? Well, I, I don't know if she's local, but she's also vacationing there. Um, and then also Oliver uh, doesn't really want to get involved because yeah. he's older. He mm-hmm. doesn't want to, you know, do anything untoward. Yes. And, and so on. So so they, you know, they hot and cold for, mm-hmm. for quite some time. And even before they go hot and cold, it just doesn't come up for like a good hour of the movie. I feel like I don't. I don't agree with that. I feel yeah. like that's still clearly what what it's about, even when they're not um, actively pursuing each mm-hmm. other. Yeah, yeah. There's like a moment uh, early on in the film, like maybe 15 minutes in, when there's just a bunch of people over to play like volleyball or something like that, right. and everybody's uh, shirtless out in the sun having a good time and uh oliver comes over from just spiking the ball and being hot uh, <laughs> and he comes over to elio and is like how you doing you okay uh and he just starts giving him a, a massage and he's like "Ooh, you're tight and uh and it's 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 clear enough uh, right. what the intentions are and Elio is kind of like, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but everybody else is like, no, this is fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you're being weird about it. Yeah. And so. <laughs> you're being weird about it. Just go have sex with your friend. <laughs> Stop being such a little baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure that's what everybody in the movie says to Elio I, at all right. times. Yeah. Where were we? Um, so, yeah, so they are 
you know, they they flirt. Mm-hmm. But they don't quite get together. Stuff comes up. They think it's not right. But then, you know, like, they kind of... This is basically what this movie is. It's yeah. It's like, they hang out over the summer, and they think it might be a bad idea to get together, but they really want to, and then they do. Yeah. That's that's the really short version. Yeah. And, um, uh, and you know, I, I feel like there's a version of this movie where watching it you'd be like oh my god come on what if you make a move do something but the the end results of this movie it's just sort of magical you're just right. watching this this one year this one summer in elio's life and it feels like it's presented as like a series of moments or a series of memories mm-hmm. you know the uh the the source novel that it's uh, it's based off of it's it takes the form of a man writing about his memories of this summer, right? As as a teen, you know, he's like a man in his forties or something writing about his teens, mm-hmm. and the movie doesn't include that at all. No, but I feel like it retains the that that feeling. It yeah. feels like of like. Not nostalgia, but mm-hmm. of memory. Yeah, like it feels like uh, like a more mainstream version of this could have had narration over it, right? Uh, like it, it feels like it could have been edited exactly the same way with just like someone's narration recollecting this stuff, and it, I mean, it would have been a worse movie. I think right. it would have been, I, yeah. you know. Like how Chinatown originally had narration, and Roman Polanski was like, "That's stupid," um, and it was, and, and so is he. Uh, He's awful. <laughs> and uh, there are versions of Blade Runner with narration. Yeah, right? but that was de- that was done after the fact. Okay, uh, and that's more of a hard boiled detective kind yeah. of thing. I don't know what that voice is. It's not a hard boiled detective yeah. voice. Uh, Harrison Ford, vo- Harrison Ford's voice in that is apparently real wild because he thought it was stupid to add a narration to this movie, and so he was doing it with, like, no inflection or feeling whatsoever <laughs> it, with the hopes that they would li- hear, listen back to it and go, this is bad, let's not do this. Uh, nice. No such luck. Oh, well. Yeah, and, and so the movie feels like a series of memories, a series of snapshots. There is a story... But the movie doesn't feel particularly rushed to do the story. It's like right. it's very leisurely. It's yeah. like it's like a summer vacation. Yeah, it's like hanging out. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. It's like I, you know, uh, my mom was always trying to get me to go to summer camp and stuff, and I hated it. Hated day camp. It was awful. I just wanted to sit around my house. All day and uh, and read and, books. Well, and like I, I wanted to watch sitcoms all oh, day, well, okay. but uh, but yeah, same. Yeah, they thing. don't seem to have a TV here. Yeah, I just want. They do have a TV. They're watching like weird Italian music videos at one point when all when like the the when that whole family is over. And Elio's oh. mom is like, Elio, play the piano. Everyone's gonna, everyone's very disappointed that you're not playing the piano. I forgot that there was a TV because she makes him play the piano. Yeah, well, she makes him play the piano, and, and let, well, you just see them all sitting around, and then she's like, Elio, play the piano, and then it cuts to the other angle, and she's like, everyone's gonna be disappointed, and everyone's just like watching the TV, just enraptured. <laughs> uh, I forgot about that shot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Great. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Elio is, well, the whole family is a bunch of, like, classics nerds. Yeah, his, yeah. His dad is, I think, an archaeologist, right. or maybe just like but, broadly a classicist. Right, like he just studies also, ancient Greeks and ancient Romans. Yep. And they also have the the like test that they do for Oliver, like the linguistics test. Yeah, uh, yeah. As, as dad says something about uh, apricots from the the right. Greek apricot, uh, and uh, Oliver is like, you know, I might have to disagree with you there, professor. And launches into the whole thing. Yeah, the whole, and- like, the etymology. <laughs> and his dad is just, like, flying colors and does the <laughs> sign of the cross. And it's the nerdiest shit. Yep, uh, and, like, Elio and his mom are just, just like, like, yep. Does this every year. Yep. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what nerds. But, yeah, they're, they're such wonderful nerds. I want to hang out with these people. Yep. I want them to be my parents. And <laughs> yeah. I want them to read me German folk tales. Right. Yeah, I remember being really angry about this because it was so great. Is that there's a scene where uh, where Elio's mom is just reading them like Grimm's fairy tales, but like translating them on the fly yeah. from German. Like, and I'm like, who does that? Who can do that? Why are you all so smart? Yeah. Uh, but you know, Elio doesn't seem to uh, appreciate it. No. Uh, I mean, as you wouldn't, I guess. Yeah, if you, exactly. If you grew up with all the nice things, mm-hmm. like it, you don't realize how nice they are. They're just yeah. your things, mm-hmm. you know. And he's like, uh, he seems to be a little bit of a piano prodigy, mm-hmm. uh, but he doesn't care. There's a scene he- where I, which I actually, of all the things that we talked about when we talked for so long and got drunk about this movie, I don't know if we talked about. There's a scene where. Uh, Elio is playing, um, I can't remember what the piece is, but it's like Bach I don't know any of these pieces, yeah, but he's playing a but, piece on guitar out in the garden. Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah, and then he goes in to play it on the piano. We, yeah, Oliver is, uh, you know, Oliver is talking to him about the piece, and he's like, yeah, whatever, it'd be better if I was playing it on the piano like it's supposed to be, and he was like, well, go play it on the piano. And he's like, I don't, I don't want to do that. He's like, but, do it. And then go in, and he's playing it. And uh, Oliver's like, that's that's not as good. And he says, well, see, I was just doing it as if uh, it were interpreted by Brahms or right. something. And then uh, and then he just plays it again. And he's like, oh, that's the version by uh, Chopin. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and like, he, he, can, he can just do this. He's just, yeah. do, he's just showing off. Yeah. But it's like, but he doesn't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. And like, this is just the way that he is. It's the kind of family they are. Mm-hmm. And they just... All of this, like, art and antiquity and stuff is just all in their blood. Yeah. Basically. It's all they do all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's wild. Yeah. It seems like a, a wonderful uh, existence. Right. I, um, I, this is the only way I can think of to say it, even though it's the opposite, but nice work if you can get it, mm-hmm. basically. Um, because I, I think, you know, because there's certainly... The thing with this movie is they are certainly privileged. Yeah. You know? But they're not dicks about it. Yeah, like there's there's a certain argument to be made and I've def I, I feel like I saw a lot of reviews on Letterboxd or something that where people just could not even begin to get into this movie because they were like, ah, oh, these fucking rich people. But they don't seem rich. Yeah. They they clearly lead a privileged life where they're able to, you know, spend this... I mean, you know, uh, Elio's father is doing work. I don't know about his mother, but... um, 
but you know, uh, but and there's I still. I don't remember if they say so, but there's the implication the land is in her family. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, like you know, he's working over the summer, but yeah, in a nice uh provincial estate in northern Italy. So you know, oh, uh, but it's but yeah, they're they're academics. They're leading a privileged life, but it's kind of like, you know, I wish... I, I feel like this is the sort of existence we should be, like, celebrating. And, you know, yeah. it's, you know, these people are doing a work that I think is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, just studying things. And, and yeah, why, why shouldn't they be able to lead a wonderful That's life? Uh, and they don't necessarily have, like, nice things. Things, yeah, you know it's a mean? very old estate in Northern yeah. Italy, but it looks old. Right. Yeah, it's it's certainly nice, but it's mm-hmm. not like it's not fancy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a place where people live and mm-hmm. everything is like dirt and wood and stone, you know? It's yeah. like uh and like, you know, like when you said there was a television, I had no r- memory of there being a television. Yeah. You know? And like if you're uh mad about like Elio being able to just sit around for an entire summer, fuck, I did that like <laughs> for f- 5 years until I finally had to get a job. And then the job was like for a month in the summertime <laughs> until like two in the afternoon and then I could just go home and watch sitcoms. Yeah. And I that's all that I did. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Sounds great. Yeah. I feel like uh you know, a lot of movies that like this that are about like rich people problems, it's yeah, like Yeah, that they create for themselves. Yeah. But it's like it's, I time. feel like a lot of times the the lifestyle is supposed to be aspirational, but really I'm just like, ah, do something with your life. But here it really feel it really is aspirational to me because all I want to do is research things uh, and hang out in the sunshine. Yeah, you that know? sounds nice. Yeah, you hate the sunshine. No, I like the sunshine. Oh, okay. Well, I'll hang just, out in the sunshine. I don't want to. I don't want to go to like the beach or something oh, like see. that. Okay. Oh, you know, I like sunlight. Sunlight's nice. I, I would. I would. I would hang out in a nice enclosed porch. Okay. How do you feel about water? Yeah, I like drinking it. It's a lot of water in this movie. Yes. Segway. Trying to lead me into a segue. Segway. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Even though it was a very bad segue. It was the worst. Uh, there is there is a weird uh, motif. Uh, well, it's not weird, but it's an it's an interesting motif of water in this movie. I feel like. Uh, so often you're seeing people go down to the the river or, you know, uh, hang out in the, like, they don't really have a swimming pool at this place, but there's, like, a little weird fountain it's where a, people yeah, it's a weird, just, like, it's like, chill out. It's, like, a very small pool. Right. It's, like, it a single like person pool. Yeah, exactly. Like, maybe but not, but not one of these fancy it if neither of them move. Yeah. But not yeah. one of these fancy uh, single person pools where you're just, where you're doing your oh. laps, but you don't move. I'm fascinated by those, by those the way. bizarre. Side note. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you just swim against a weird current. It puts it yeah. for you. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I kind of want one. And they seem like, like th- Olympic training pools. Yeah, but it that? seems like things that yeah. you like you would get put in your house. It's not like you go to a gym and they just have that at the gym. I don't, no, I I guess not. I don't know. I've literally bad. never <laughs> once set foot in a gym that you pay for. It would be counterproductive because only one person could use it. At a yeah, time. exactly. Might as well just have a big Olympic swimming pool. Yeah. I don't know. Ah, uh, pools, 
Pools You're are fun. great. Yeah, I don't People, like it. I like I like to swim. People in this movie swim a lot. Was what yeah. we were getting at. And you know, it's easy to you know on the my first viewing, I was just like, oh yeah, they're hanging out in the summertime. They go uh, to to water. Right. Like why not? But I I feel like there, it does seem to represent something in the movie. I feel like people are often going before like major shifts in like relationships and stuff. Yeah. I feel like. Like, Elio and Oliver, uh, like, well, Elio takes Oliver down to his favorite secret spot, which is a river. Right. And then after that is when they really have their first uh, uh, contact, physical right. contact. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, things like that keep happening. Uh, I think Elio uh, also takes uh, his girlfriend to a different yeah. a different river. Yeah, they go to, to like, a pond. Yeah, before they, right, exactly. Yeah, and it, and it feels like it's yeah, it's always water's always recurring. There's also there's a uh, a big uh, uh, thing in the middle of the movie where uh, Elio's father, Mister Perlman, he doesn't have any other name in the movie, is taking a research trip to a big lake. Yeah, Lake Garda, I believe yeah. it's a real lake. And he, you know, he needs to bring Oliver along, and Elio sort of tags along. And they go over to this lake. They're like dredging up statues out of the water, and it's just—it almost doesn't add any. I don't think it really adds anything well, to the plot or anything like that. I think that it's because um, up until that point in the movie, I feel like the two of them don't get along. Yeah, this is like before they're like flirting and like backing off and stuff, and they have to make up. As far mm-hmm. as I remember, it's just that. Um, they Elio doesn't like Oliver, and like Oliver seems to like Elio fine, but they're not connecting really. Yeah, I feel like there's uh, there's even one point. It might be just before they get in the car to go to this place that uh, like I feel like Elio is sort of uh, prodding Oliver about some girl that they met. I, I think it's really he's like testing the waters to see. I think he just wants to know if this dude likes dudes, basically. Right. But he's doing it in a really dickish way, where uh-huh. he's like, "Oh, you should go make it with this girl. She really likes you." And he's like, "I prefer to do that sort of thing myself, if you don't mind." Right, right. Uh, and so it's like tense between them, uh, but they they call a truce uh, yes, at this excursion. At the lake, yep. uh, Elio literally lifts up uh, just an old statue's <laughs> arm and like uh, shakes with him. And that's another thing I've noticed uh, a lot of outstretched hands in this movie. There's a lot of moments of people going to shake. Or, uh, well, really just to, to shake hands, but like in or a... like grasp. Yeah, or like in a pronounced manner where they're, yeah. they're, you see both of their arms reach out. You shake. That's weird. It's weird that you shake. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, we didn't get to make any... Uh, because we recorded this uh, episode months ago, we didn't get to make any jokes about how uh, Timothy Chalamet uh... is in two movies this year, and in one... He's a total asshole, and the other movie is called Lady Bird. Hey! Up top. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he nice. plays two completely different types of asshole in these movies. And they're both uh, intellectual assholes, yeah. which is the best, but they're, mm-hmm. but they're not the same type. Yeah, they feel like really different characters, yeah. and... You know, if I had only seen Call Me By Your Name, which, you know, for a long time I did, you know, uh, Timothy Chalamet was nominated for Best Actor at the Oscars, mm-hmm. and I 
feel like well he was nominated for call me by your name and I, but i felt like just watching that i wasn't really sure if it was really a good performance right, or if he was he just seems, a really natural exactly, actor exactly seems very naturalistic yeah. yeah and then you see him in ladybird and it's a completely different character yeah the in ladybird it's much more uh not actorly, but it's very much more of a character. Yeah, he's definitely playing a character in that. I mean, he's playing a character in both, but this one feels right, very right. realistic, and the other one is a little bit more heightened. Yeah. Uh, but he's so good in both of these yeah. uh, these performances. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember the... Con- this is an- I'm sorry, because this is slightly off topic as well. Uh-huh. But do you remember what is the context of them just at the pool, and then he just rolls into the pool face first? <laughs> Um, I think... If you don't, it's okay. I think he was reading a draft of, like, a paper that he Mm. had to write. Oliver was reading uh, something that he had to prepare. And, uh, he's basically like, it's not good, is it? It's, uh, yeah, it needs work. And Elio's like, yeah, you know. And he just sort of puts on his sunglasses and then just rolls into the, (laughs) to the pool Oh, and it's just it's ju- one of my favorite shots. Yeah, it's such a perfect little moment. <laughs> Oliver remember. is such a, a wonderful presence in this movie yeah. because he, you know, it's interesting because the the family they're a family of intellectuals and they're hanging out in this uh, villa for the summer. Uh, so they're not really like you know, uh, oh, professional people. You know, they're, they're not stuffy. Right. But Oliver still feels like this breath of fresh air. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It feels like he's... he's uh, He has a and- different attitude. And, like, I think that I described it this way, even though we talked about it and figured out that he's, like, from... Supposed to be from, like, Massachusetts or yeah. someplace like that. But he has a very California energy. Yeah. Yeah. He's always saying, later... Yeah, uh, when he leaves, <laughs> yeah. they make a big thing out of it. Elio is like, "Oh, don't you think it's a bit, uh, uh, it's a bit rude?" It's a bit rude, yeah. He gets, and he his parents awesome. are like, "No, what are you no. talking about? We love him. He's he's amazing." <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, <laughs> he's just looking for excuses to not like this guy. He's just like rude, yeah, and big, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but but Oliver, he's just so like I, I mean the the first day that he shows up. Uh, he uh, he plops down in the bed. He's so tired. He literally just conks, conks out, out immediately. face down. Like he yep. literally, it, he didn't even like turn his head. No, nope. like he literally is like breathing sheets, <laughs> his breathing mattress, and he just falls asleep. And then hours later, it's dinner time, and he's like, "Oh yeah, uh, cover for me. <laughs> yeah, right. Make an excuse. Uh, I'm just gonna sleep for a whole day." Yeah, and it's just and and he's just this wild presence. Yeah, and. Uh, and you can tell it's just you know Elio uh, resents him just because he's he's shaking things up he's changing things yeah that's true and uh, I would hate that too you know <laughs> and I'm sure they've they've had research assistants before and they've just been like quiet Boring, little mousy yeah. uh, Massachusetts nerds you know yeah yeah I bet they have yeah. I bet um and like. Not that I mean, I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but I feel like they're probably all been little stool barks before, you know, like, yeah, you know, so actually let's talk about him for a minute. Yeah. Okay. Michael Stuhlbarg is is so wonderful in this movie. He's really great. Uh, bo- both parents are really they great. They are really I great. I feel like Mr. Perlman has sl- the slightly bigger part. Yeah, he does. Yeah. 
Uh, what were you? Oh no, like you I was just... just gonna say I can't remember her name. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember the, the, the actress's actress who name. Plays, yeah, I wasn't because I wasn't familiar with her work before yeah, the fair, movie. But she's also very good. Yeah, she's this. very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the the Perlmans in general, they uh, they feel like they're these uh, old school, almost hippie type intellectuals, yeah. mm-hmm. where they they really just. Oh. No, when you said that, I just realized we never mentioned this movie takes place in the eighties. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this movie takes place in the eighties. Yeah, uh, let's cut that in. Put it at the beginning of the. No, uh, that won't work at all. No. Uh, yeah, and they they seem like they're, they're just these, these really relaxed people who just seem to want Elio to have the best life he could possibly have, but they don't. They're. Tr- I feel like they're trying not to mold him into a person they they want him to be a really great person but they're kind of just they want him to figure it out for himself i do agree with that but i remember and i might have said this originally but it's also uh you know somebody who plays as much piano as he does you don't you don't that doesn't just happen that's true i'm sure they gave him a a ton of lessons and uh he speaks like three languages and whatever yeah uh but it it feels like they're they're trying to give him this space maybe maybe they know it's his last summer before he you know Mm. is going off and becoming an adult true and i feel like they're trying to give him this time to find out who he is right you know and and they seem to really encourage not 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 in, not directly encourage, but they approve of the relationship right. between uh, Elio and Oliver. Yeah, during while it, you know the the whole movie, they actually seem pretty hands off. Yeah. Like they don't act. They don't seem to actively know about it. Mm-hmm. They like, although they do know. Um, I remember there's that one scene. Earlier in the movie, where um, where um, Elio is talking about you know how he's gonna go out with Marzia and stuff like that, and and he's and he says to his dad, he's like, oh, I think I think this, that I might be able to get somewhere with this girl, <laughs> and says like, uh huh, cool, like basically, <laughs> and I'm like, why are you having this conversation yeah, at but- all? And I think that part of it is he's like trying to just show off. Yeah. But but I, but I feel like Mr. Perlman is like cool about it. Is he like he's not like I feel like he's maybe weird to dad, but he is like uh, I don't know why you wanted to share this with me, but, but I like, but, good for you. Yeah, but yeah. I appreciate you sharing it. Yeah, right. That's uh, true. You know. Yeah, that is kind of his attitude. You're mm-hmm. right. And there's this wonderful moment um, a while into the movie, like uh, I feel like. At this point, Ellie and Oliver have this, you know, are sort of standoffish between each other. Like, uh, they one of them wanted something to happen and it didn't. And so, Elio has gone off and lost his virginity to his, his girl, Marzia. Right. And they're, uh, one day they're just sort of hanging around the villa. And they go up to the attic and find this... Uh, this place to, to have sex. Uh, mm-hmm. In the attic, they find this old mattress. Elio and Marzia. Yeah, that's what I said. No, I know, but the way that you phrased the sentence, it sounded like maybe Elio and Oliver oh, no. were up in the attic. Oh, but uh, actually, the, no, They uh, at this point, Elio and Oliver have made up, and uh, Oliver sends him a note, like, meet me tonight right. at, like, 11.30 or something. Oh, well... And so... Well, they... The, I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but that note is one of my favorite parts of the movie. So I wanted to... Okay. I, I wanted to just touch on it real quick. 
um, which is that um, it's it's they haven't quite made up yet. They are making up through this note. Uh, they have not spoken in days and stuff. And and Elio sends Oliver a note that's like um, you know like. Uh, I can't remember the phrasing of it. I did when we did the first episode, but it's like the, you know, something like, um, you know, silence is killing me or something, blah, 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 whatever, something dramatic. And, and, uh, and Oliver sends back a note that says, grow up. I'll see you at midnight. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And and I love that. That's my favorite. Yeah. But anyway, uh, this whole day, uh, Elio is off doing his own thing, hanging out with Marzia. They go up to the attic to have sex and uh, and he takes off his watch while they're going at it, right. and he puts it on the nightstand. And then, uh, you know, uh, the evening comes. They have people over for uh, for dinner, and of course, they make Elio entertain everybody by playing the piano. Right. And uh, you know, close to that time, he's like, "Oh, it's." Uh, it's getting late. I think I got. Oh, I'm really tired. I think I got to turn in. And and Mr. Perlman. Bone o'clock. <laughs> oh, oh, but he's like, well, I don't know what time it is, but it might be bone o'clock. And then Mr. Perlman is like, oh, here. Uh, and he hands him the watch that was left up on the stand. So like, he knows. I really, he knows, I every, he knows everything that's happening in this like, movie. But like, I genuinely didn't catch that though. I didn't realize he had left the watch behind. Yeah. Leaves his watch in the attic. Well, you, I mean, you don't. In you just, you just attic. don't see him put it back on. No, that's so fair. it could be he left it on the piano, but it's, it's edited so that it seems like uh, Mr. Perlman went upstairs, found this watch, probably because he heard <laughs> shit happening upstairs. He finds the the watch, gives it back to Elio. Just in time for him to know what time to do. Th- <laughs> like, I think he knows every single part of this story. So what you're saying is, he ships it. <laughs> yeah, he ships it both. He ships yep. both. He Good ships all him. of it. Yep. I respect that, and I appreciate it. Yeah. That's the way that I am. Good for you, Mr. Perlman. Yeah. I'm right there with He's you. He's like, my kid's getting some. I wish I could get some. <laughs> Ah, uh, you know, I I do want to talk about the two of them for a second, yeah. which we were in theory. That's mm-hmm. how this started, but um, even when they're having that dinner party and stuff, there's like it's it seems real cute. Like it seems like um, Mr. and Mrs. Perlman, they have a nice relationship. They're mm-hmm. still, you know, there's a shot of them from overhead, and it looks real romantic and nice. Yeah. And they're like, you know, middle aged, and they're having a good time and stuff like that. But. You know, later on in the movie. Yeah, the very end of the movie. Right. Well, I guess we should yeah, we, we should, should okay. just broadly explain the end because you know we talked about uh, Elio and Oliver. They have this uh, this fling. Right. It's it's romantic. It's it's a romance. Um, uh, but you know they get together uh, maybe a couple weeks before summer ends, and right. then Oliver and then has, Oliver to, has go to go off. back home. Yeah, yeah. and uh, they have this one fight because. Uh, Oliver, in, or- in order to get to America, they're in such a remote part of Italy that he's got to take a bus to another town yep. so he can take the train right. to an airport. Yep. Uh, uh, and so uh, they send Elio off to this town for the the weekend with Oliver yeah, so that they, they can uh, uh, get down to Pound Town, basically. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and the and the the parents like know this too. Oh, they're yeah. like, yeah, we, you know, they don't say as much, but they're like, yeah, you know, we want you to get to spend some time together before, mm-hmm. yeah. And like, oh, why else? Why? Why yeah. else? Come yeah. on, come on. Uh, then, uh, 
you know, uh, Elio sees Oliver off on the train and he knows it's over and he's really upset. He, call, he calls his, uh, mom his mom to come get at the him. train station. Mom, can you pick me up? Which is wonderful. Yep, because, I identified strongly yeah, with that. How often have we all been in just, we're, we're, you're just overwhelmed and you just need, you just need a parent. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then after that, he gets home and uh, there's this amazing scene where uh, Mr. Perlman calls him in to his study and just goes on this long monologue about how he, uh, you know, it's never explicitly stated that he uh, was gay or that he mm-hmm. had his room, but he, he just talks about having this kind of love that he never let himself have because right. he was, uh, because he was afraid. He was afraid of getting hurt. He was afraid of maybe what people would say. And uh, and he just tells this, this wonderful story of, of lost love. It's not even a story because he doesn't no, say what happens. No, it's true. Yeah, he doesn't go into any details or anything. Yeah. Um, but... But it's just really nice. And he's just... He just uh, says to Elio, basically, he's like, you know, you feel sad now. Uh, that's okay, but you should feel your feelings. You know, yeah. you shouldn't shut them away. And it's, yeah, it's, it's a really beautiful great. thing because yeah, he's saying like if you shut yourself off to these these awful feelings, you'll never feel as good as you did. Yeah, and he's like, I only wish that I could have uh, the feelings that you are having right now, but I shut that part off of myself yeah. off a long time ago. I don't think he says that specifically, Not quite, but, that's but that's the that's, implication. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, it's it's really left ambiguous. What, like, what kind of relationship the parents have if they have a you know or, uh, a sexual relationship, right. or if it's just romantic and not sexual, or if they're just very good friends. That's true. Uh, it's never re- yeah, it's never said that he is gay. Yeah, but it's and also it's never said that Elio and Oliver are gay no, specifically. That's true. They both, uh, they're both, everyone in this movie is seen having relationships with both. That's you know. true. Yeah. Oliver is as well. Cause there's the, the girl from mm-hmm. the town that he, yeah. you know, that he's, uh, dancing with mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yep. In the great dance. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And Mr. Perlman talks about seemingly having relationships right. with both men and women. So what you're saying is this is a movie full of bicons. Yeah, this is yeah, this is uh, a movie full of bisexual energy. I, I'm into it. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more bisexual energy in any movie, the better, honestly. Yeah. Um, 20 by teen, hashtag. Oh, man. Oh, you, yep, it's 20 by teen. I didn't know this. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not up on my uh, my bi uh, yep. culture. Well, last year was 20 gay teen, uh, oh. and it, it worked out well for most people, uh, as far as I can tell. So now it's 20 by teen, and it's working out fair. pretty well. Uh, last year, personally, for me, it was 20 straight teen. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. you know that sounds boring but you know i'm not gonna judge your life yeah so yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> well i don't know because uh 2018 that was the the year i saw call me by your name uh there you go yep uh, lusting after my man army hammer Army hammer yep who uh i just i just you know i just want to i just want to put my arm around him like that we're, sounds nice. we could just be we just be bros watching a game or something <laughs> Like I, like I would watch a game. I don't know. Um, Whatever he wants to do, do you we know can that, watch some cool indie movie. Do you know that Mad TV sketch where the, the guys are watching the football game and they just make out? No. Yep. That's what are I'm you sure up. you didn't just write this in I your dreams? I swear to God, I did not make this up. <laughs> Mad TV football peep it. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, anyway, but I respect you and your, um, your, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, quasi romantic relationship with with Army Hammer. I respect it very much. I mean, much. I don't have one. I know it's because makes you don't it sound you like don't I know each one. other in real yeah, life, but yeah. but you know. Yeah. Uh, but if you know, uh if the opportunity arose, we just, you know, go get a beer. Right. Hang out. I think that's nice. Yeah. Homo platonic. Yeah. That was the word I just was want to put for. my arm on his enormous shoulder and you know, like I said that, but as soon man. as I said it, I'm like, I don't know if that's what I was Homo meant. Platonic. Either. Yeah, I don't I, I think I've made that up. Yeah, that's that's weird. That sounds weird. It sounds like what it's saying is platonic, same-sex people. And I'm like, nope, that's not what I meant either. Yeah. Words are hard. Yeah, I don't know. Podcasting is hard. It is. It's really hard. It's going very poorly. Uh, academics is hard. Mm-hmm. You know, I respect those Perlmans. All their learning. Yeah. All their book learning. Need more book learning. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, was there anything else about this specific thing that we were talking about, about their parents? Um, oh, well, that was right. I'm sorry. I did have one other thing to say yeah. about that. Which was, I, I really like that scene. I think it's great. I think mm-hmm. Stuhlbarg is great in it. Um, and, and I really like that read of it, but I, I remember at the same time being a little disappointed because I just liked the idea that they were just parents and they were in love. Yeah. I, mean, I feel can... like there aren't enough parents in love. But at the same time, you know, like it's still cool if they're just people who are just like good friends and they're just they're just living a good life and having a good family anyway. You they know? certainly seem to have a good relationship, yeah. whether or not uh, they get down to Pound Town. <laughs> you know. Oh man, we're just going back to Pound Town over and over again. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're you know they they uh, they lay on the couch in the evening yeah, reading right. books. Chilling, they just cuddle yeah. with each other. Yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah. Yeah, I would be into that. Yeah. Yep, A+. Um, Okay. So, anyway, back to... I want to talk about uh, music in this okay. movie. Okay, yeah. Um, actually, just overall, let's talk about music in this movie. Okay. Um, this movie, as far as I know, it doesn't have uh, a score. There was not a composer for this movie. Uh, they, But they're, they use a lot of different types of, like, classical pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh pieces that are maybe even like a little uh anachronistic like i right. like uh there's this piece by john adams in this movie there's a lot of delicious like solo piano stuff okay uh like like there's that that song you know just over the opening credits where it's like yeah that's a that's a john adams piece uh that was composed in like 96 or something like that okay but it's just, it, like yeah it's it's like they're not going it's weird. It's 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 like they're using these established pieces as a score. They're not using right. it like as source music. You know, it's just they're just using these pieces for their emotional uh, weight. And a lot of times, it's these solo piano mu- pieces. Uh, and and yeah, the music just it's it's and it it lends the movie this like light airy feeling. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I don't. I'm not as much of a, a music critic as I am a film critic, so I don't know. I don't know the words to use. No, that's fair. Music. I think yeah. I I like to let you describe the scores because you're better at noticing them. Uh, I I have feelings about the pop songs. Well, yes. In movies, of course. Um, 
you know, this one, ha- well, it has a couple of them. There's uh, the, you know, the big, the big dancing, the big meme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like half an hour into the movie, yeah. they all go to this, uh, like, outdoor disco. Yep, great. Yeah. I want to go to an outdoor disco. Yeah, everyone's just wearing these 80s pastels, yep. you know, and uh, dancing in the colored lights. And Army Hammer, he's yep. just going Shot- for it. Yep, shot from underneath, mm-hmm. looking so cool and nerdy at the same time. Yep. Amazing. And uh, and he just really wants to jam out to Love My Way. Oh, yeah. And, like, which, like, good for him, mm-hmm. honestly. It's a good song. Yeah. Um, I remember we were talking about, and I didn't know this, uh, you said something to the effect of the song is about being in a gay relationship yeah that's this what is, you had read you yeah don't i don't remember this i haven't looked it up since then but i okay. and i feel like i even got it wrong because i i didn't actually look up the lyrics to the song mm. but i feel like the the dude from the psychedelic furs uh basically they someone talked to him about the song being in the movie and he was like very happy because he like wrote this song basically i don't know if it's about a gay relationship but it, it's sort of like speculating or hoping that these sorts of alternative uh, okay. relationships will be more uh, accepted okay. uh, in the future. Mm-hmm. And Love I feel, my like, way. yeah, Isn't exactly. It? But yeah, and so, but he, uh, yeah, he really loves the song and he's mm-hmm. danced to it. And Elio's watching him dance. And then, and then oh, just yeah, and I remember, I remember, slides into the frame. <laughs> I remember talking about that, uh, that shot in particular, like the, there's this, you know, uh, Elio and all his friends sitting around this table, and then like a bunch of them gra- uh, gradually get up to dance, but he's just sort of sitting there, kind of just watching Oliver, yeah, but not smoking in- smoking a cigarette. Yeah, smoking a cigarette like he's never smoked before in his life. <laughs> uh, and he's just sort of watching Oliver dance, but like not in a creepy way, he's just sort of like chilling. And like, yeah, okay. And then like at one point he like leans forward and it sees so that like the entire frame is taken up just by like his head and shoulders. It's actually now that I'm thinking about it, uh, a, it's sort of mirrored in the very last shot of the movie. Mm, with the fireplace? Yeah, where he, uh, you know, because now we're talking about the end of the movie. Right. Where it's it uh, flash forwards to, uh, to winter uh, and uh, yeah, get after a call- Oliver has gone yeah. home, and they get a call from Oliver, uh, and he's uh, he's engaged. Yep, and uh, it's uh, yeah, this is very upsetting news, and and Elio goes and just stares into the fireplace uh, yep. while uh, while Sufjan Stevens yeah sings sadly uh huh and he's and he's crying a bit and the entire end credits plays over yeah. this shot and it's kind of amazing I, and like and like stuff is happening in the background yeah like his his mom and uh, I don't know if the, it's, the yeah like the, 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 the housekeeper, like housekeeper name, yeah. yeah yeah they're just setting up for like they're having like a like a Hanukkah dinner basically mm-hmm. if I remember yeah. right. And, and I love this shot and, like, the fact that you can see everything in the background and the fact that the credits are going on, too, because it feels like it's, like, acknowledging that, you know, Elio's feelings are real and they're important because you're watching them, but it's also kind of like he's going to get over it. Like, right, you yeah, know, life, this, life is continuing. Yeah, life like, is life continuing. The movie is continuing right, without yep. him, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's great. It's, like, it's it's... I, I love that in particular, like mm-hmm. the way that it's it really it gets across that feeling like when you 
when something bad happens in your life, especially your romantic life, and you're like so sad. Yeah, you're like, this you're is like, it. This is the only like, thing that will this ever. This is the happen only to thing me. I can feel. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, but your life will continue. Yeah. Will, something else will happen. It'll be fine mm-hmm. eventually. You just gotta you just gotta keep going. Life's life's still going. Yeah. You know. And yeah, and he'll be fine. Uh, Elio's gonna kill it out there someday. Yeah, especially in that in that shirt. In that fa- shirt with the faces oh, all over it or something. Great. Oh, wonderful good, shirt. Good for him. It, it's definitely got like some eyeliner going on. Yeah, in that, he uh, seems like so much cooler. Yeah, all, in this in this later scene, all he had he, to like, do was get laid. <laughs> right. He seems like he's gone like full new wave. Oh yeah, full new and, romantic. Yeah, that's true. I'm into it. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Yep. He doesn't do anything for me, but like, but you know that that I could I could get that at that that new romantic Elio. Yeah. Yeah, he can maybe get it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. I would probably regret it, but I'm just saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But there's also though, aside from the oh well, okay. But aside from them, uh, so yeah, so there's the the song that plays over the end credits, which is mm-hmm. great, and then there's them dancing in the. the there's them dancing in the outdoor disco, which is great. Mm-hmm. But I also love when the song comes back when they're in the the town, the you know where they go to the by themselves for the yeah. train, uh, and they they've gone out and they've gotten drunk in in this random town, and uh, and they just hear "Love My Way" playing in the street, and they run down the street, and it's this couple just blasting it out of their car radio yeah it's literally like it's the it's the weirdest most like european thing uh because there's like this girl just like dancing but like not not even very hard she's just sort of like moving her shoulders and there's just like like a couple dudes just like smoking smoking. a cigarette like sitting in the car yep and it's it's so strange but like a wonderful image and oliver is just so excited because this is clearly like his favorite song Mm -hmm. And and he just runs up and he's dancing with her. Yeah, he and, like he like drags her away and they like go dance in front of a church. Yep. Yeah, they jump over like a like a chain to yep. go dance in front of a church. And Oliver is just like sitting there watching oh, all of Elio, this happen. Yep. yep. Elio's just yeah, sitting Elio there watching was all so this drunk, happen. And, it's just and then like, and then no, he just just throws vomits. Up. Yep. <laughs> And Elio just thinks that's hilarious. Yeah. Now I'm mixing them up. It's weird. Well, I'm calling them call- by their names. Call- yep. I was going to say they're already calling each other by their names at this point. So it makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Um, Which uh, we we established which we is. we should come back to. Yeah. I mean. Sec- in a second, just because I want to finish this okay. up. But, um, but I love that scene because, uh, because yeah, it's just him and this strange girl and they're yelling at each other about like, she's like, yeah, we saw them in London. And he's like, ah, cool. And then he turns to Ellie and he's like, what is she saying? <laughs> and it's great. Um, and then Elio throws up. Yeah. But, yeah, but, like- it, but I love the feeling of just like, you're just like. <laughs> You're having a moment with a stranger when you're yeah. just drunk and excited about your favorite song playing. I also just uh, thinking about this now. I love that this is such a, like a. It's not a big scene in the movie, but like it takes up quite a few minutes in this movie, and this really hammers home this like idea of the fact that this movie is like a series of memories, mm-hmm. or more than a story, because like. If you're thinking back to like this time in your life, this like one particular summer, 
you're not going to remember it as a story. Right. You're going to remember the specific, like, like that would be, if you were Elio looking back years later, you would remember that night. Yeah. Even though nothing happened in your story, in right. the love story of Elio and Oliver, you'd remember the time he just found a girl and started dancing and you threw up, you know? Yeah. It's true. And that's the sort of thing you'd remember 15 years later and go, oh, yeah, that was awful. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so I love that that's in the movie. I feel like movie. they probably had a good time oh, until yeah, they threw sure, up. I'm sure they had a good yeah. time. Uh-huh. No, so they, they have the whole conversation, uh, you know, um, call me by your name and I'll call you by mine. Yeah. No. It's not really a whole conversation. It's, it's literally just that. And then they just do it. But yeah. like, what? No, well, yeah, yeah I right. do. I do not understand this at all. Yeah. And it seems like it's a reference to a thing that you have no other reference point for. Yeah. And like, other than that, it's the title of the movie. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, that's totally fair. Maybe it's an in joke between them and we're not privy to understanding why. No, I guess uh, that's fair. Like I said, it's just, you know, a memory that you have and you don't remember, you don't remember where it came from. It's like, oh yeah, we called each other by uh, our other names. Why did we do that? I don't remember. Yeah. I remember, but I remember why it, when it first started, you know? That's true. And but I yeah, there's no... thing about why it, makes, uh, why it makes sense and why it's great, but I don't remember it now, unfortunately. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Great. Great. Exactly. Thanks. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Good content. Um, but they, but they keep, but my point was that they do that then when it goes to, uh, they go to the town and they're, uh, by the waterfall, mm-hmm. yeah. water. The, like the most water you yep. see in the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Although that lake was pretty big, but. It's pretty big, but yeah. the water is so much water. Yeah. It's coming down coming really forcefully. You. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just leaping around that mountain. Yeah. It almost feels like they should time. be like taking all their clothes off and going skinny dipping, but you don't see that. No, no. But maybe they did. Maybe they did. But they're, they're, they're just skipping around like full wood nymph. You yeah. know, they're just going. And they're just yelling each other. And Well, they're yelling their names mm-hmm. at each other. And, yeah. Yep. And there's another Sufian playing. And it's all mm-hmm. it all ties together. You got the music. You got the name. You got the, the water. It's yeah. all happening. It's all happening. And it's then they... It's basically the apex uh, because movie is about boning when it's not about boning. Yeah. It's about the feeling of romance. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's yeah. It's the uh, the rush. Yes. The rush of being with In someone. Love. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever. Similar. Or adjacent. Or, or someone who is just extremely hot. <laughs> I mean, I guess fair enough. Yeah. I don't know. And then they come back to it at the end in that phone call. Uh, in the winter time, uh, where they're they're having this sort of slightly awkward conversation about you know uh, yeah. Oliver getting engaged, and then uh, and then Elio uh, calls him Elio in this little this little whisper. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And then. And, uh, and then Oliver's like. Yeah. I remember everything. Yeah, he, he just uh, he like, just says, uh, "Yeah, he, uh, he, <laughs> I hate I, it. I love it." Yeah. And and uh, yeah, it just it just destroys you yeah. uh, every time you watch it or Ruined. think about it right yeah. now. Yeah, I'm thinking about it right now, and I am I'm I am devastated. We literally were like crying at the end of the last episode. <laughs> we were true. like legitimately yeah uh, welling up. Yep. To, is, I mean, to be fair, two bottles of wine in. Yeah, that'll do that. But just to you. talking about it, we were like, <gasps> yeah. 
Yeah, but it's yeah, it's just this wonderfully evocative line, and like I'm not even sure why just that line just destroys me emotionally. Yeah. yeah. But it's yeah, it's I don't know. It's one. It's this wonderful line that you know. It's 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 a wonderful way of telling Elio that this, all this matter, even though they even though right like they can't though, be together. Yeah, but it but wasn't. It, it didn't is. mean nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and that's good. That's important. Mm-hmm. Um, I I wish that I had thought of this earlier, but that that part is amazing. It's my favorite part, and it reminds me the only other part that is uh, we didn't talk about that I also really love. Uh, is like in the like direct midpoint of the movie, like before they get together, when they um, when they go to like the um, the town square or whatever together that has the big monument, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's got it's got the big tracking shot around it that we yeah. then spent. Uh, by the way, we spent uh, twenty minutes trying to figure out how they did the tracking shot in the drunk version of this episode. But anyway, um, that doesn't sound right. But also, I don't remember. It it, it seems right. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so the two of them just go to this, um, you know, to this war memorial and they're talking and, um, and it's a, like, it's a one long shot as they walk around it and they're talking to each other and they like lose sight of each other, like halfway around. And Elio is like kind of muttering to himself almost about how, uh, basically like they're, it's like... You know how about how they he's feeling something, but they don't want to talk about it, and and he's like, I want to talk about it, and Oliver's like, you know, when you say some things, you can't take them back, or like basically, it's like I don't, those mm-hmm. aren't the exact words, but it's that conversation, yeah. and all of this is happening, and like Elio's looking down while they're walking, and they they can't see each other. Oh, it's so much, and I remember. When we were talking about this movie, I was like, uh, before this point, I wasn't sure I was on board with this movie because I was like, I don't like this kid. He has a little shit. And then, um, and then at that point, I was like, oh no, this is my jam. I can't handle it. Why? Oh no, these people. No, they're having feelings. Oh no. And yeah, and that's how I feel about it. That's yeah, yeah. It's very important to me, and so I wanted to mention that scene okay. specifically. It is an amazing scene, but uh, I was. Already uh, totally on board. <laughs> I feel like I was just, you know, I remember seeing it for the first time uh, in the theater, and the 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 opening credits start, and it already feels so different to me. You mm-hmm. know, it's uh, for one thing, not too many movies these days still have opening credits. Uh, I don't know that that's necessarily true, but I know what you mean. Yeah, it's def- it's definitely not the norm for like the big budget movies anymore. Uh, but it's the yeah, it's got this opening credit sequence, which is really just like uh, like photographs of Greek statues, vaporwave statues, <laughs> uh, while this uh, shimmering piano music yeah, plays. That's a good word for it. Yeah, it just. Yeah, I don't know, and it just it immediately transports you to this to the world of this film, and it's got these this this, this script lettering mm-hmm. of the credits, which supposedly, uh, in the in the town near that they were filming near, uh, Luca Guadagnino was just walked past 
uh, some shop, some like butcher shop or something that had a chalkboard outside with a script. And he just, he loved the lettering of the script. And he went in and asked like who lettered the sign and he got them to write the credits of the movie. That's really great. Yeah. I, I love that because it's, it's, you know, it's it what it's not just such a tossed off thing. It's not like yeah. oh yeah, I think the 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 credits should be in script. It's right. like and then like, you know, somebody that you don't know picks out the the font. Yeah, it's yeah. like he is like it needs to be this guy. It's very it just it just looks right. I don't know why it just does. Oh, that's good. And yeah, it's just a wonderful little thing. And yeah, just, uh, I yeah the movie just sort of had me immediately. Uh, I I was a little bit I think, you know, cause I don't I don't see a lot of. I don't know what you would call this type of movie, but I know I don't see a lot of them. Uh-huh. You know, the little indie drama. Yeah. I don't see a ton of those. And so, you know, when there's just scenes where, like, there's just, like, uh, somebody walking down a hallway, I'm just like, what? Why is? Why am I seeing this? But, that, but like, five minutes in, I'm like, all right, I got it. This is a chill movie. This movie's <laughs> chill. It's so chill. It is chill. This is a chill movie. Even when there's uh, intense emotions. Yeah. It's chill. I don't know. Oh, speaking of which, there's one scene, and uh, even when we talked about this last time, I feel like we didn't get at the thing I wanted to say about it because we got caught up in all the meme of it. Okay. Uh, Which is the scene with the peach. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, just as a brief overview... Um, he fucks a peach. He fucks a peach. End of brief overview. <laughs> End of brief overview. But, like, you know, and we got last time uh, caught up in the, the specifics of, like, why why would you do this? Mm-hmm. And um, and I talked a little bit about how I found it viscerally horrifying. Yeah. Because I have problems with sticky things. Oh, yeah. And that would um, be very sticky. Yep. Very nectary. Yep. I have problems with sticky things, especially on my hands, and I have problems with dust, like in this attic, mm-hmm. in the sex attic, which is all dust. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And just their, their so, warm, sweaty bodies getting all over that dust. Yeah, I, I hated it, and it, I just, my my whole head breaks out into allergic reaction just thinking about it. I, was, but, I, I had problems with uh, just people walking around barefoot in, like, these, dirt, like, just in the dirt. Yeah. And then they'll just walk into the house. Okay, but this is exactly what happened last time. So I want to get... (laughs) No, this is what... This is true. Um, We talked about the dust and then about walking around in the dirt. And I was like, no, I want to get back to my point about about the the peach. Okay. So my point about the peach is that... So in the scene, you know... Elio messes around with this peach, um, and it seems like he kind of is doing it just to be like, "Well, but what if this? Yeah, what would this? What would this this feel like? Right? It turns Um, out feels all right. Yeah, feels pretty good. Um, but he falls asleep or whatever after Mm -hmm. this, and Oliver comes up and finds him. Yeah, and uh, and like it seems like you know, and and it's like you you did this. This is this is a thing you did. Okay, this is all right. And then he's like. I'm gonna eat this peach. Yeah, and and Elio f- freaks out. Yeah, and like and that's the part that I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. It's like so much because in that moment, there's no moment because Elio is a very precocious seventeen year old, mm-hmm. and there's he's no- very much trying to act like an adult even yeah. when he doesn't feel like an adult. Exactly, and I think that that's part of the reason 
why the romance isn't as weird as it could be, considering that Oliver's maybe supposed to be 22, but is probably 24. Uh, I think he's supposed to be 24. Because he's Army Hammer, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, so, but it's not as weird as it could be because, because Elio acts, is is always trying to act like an adult. Mm. But in this one scene where, where he freaks out about this, he acts like a teenager. He acts like a child who is like, uh, like, no, no. And he's so mortified. He's so embarrassed. Yeah. He like starts crying really. Yep. And, and, and I was like, okay, okay, I'm sorry. No, I, I, I won't do it. I was yeah. messing around. But, but yeah. And but apparently the, that's a change from the book. And yeah, I think where possibly even the screenplay. Okay. I think that might've been just something that they found in like rehearsals or something like that. I don't yeah. know. Because and, that, it just, it just feels so real. Right. Exactly. It feels like, like a thing where you're like, you're. You're not, you're just getting started in whatever the adult sexual world, I guess. I don't know, whatever. And like, you're not ready, you're not ready to be weird. Yeah. You know, like somebody older than you is going to be like, oh, you want to get weird, huh? And you're like, no, no, what do you, don't see me this way. Don't see this part, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and I I think it's very true and I I like it a lot. I think that that's the thing I like about that scene. It's not the meme of it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we absolutely talked about that. Did uh, we? Yeah. Oh, well. We, I, we, I, I you absolutely only... got to that point. Oh. Uh, I can only assume it's that I was too drunk to remember making that point. Yeah, I don't know. So I thought we just made jokes about <clears throat> nothing in a peach. I mean, we uh, we did that, too. <laughs> um, anything else to say before we wrap up? The only thing that I wanted to say, but I don't know that I have that much to say about it, was about mm-hmm. uh, Elio's uncles. Yeah. Which, yeah, we forgot to touch upon in that. Fo- that's, like, the one thing about the movie we didn't talk for four and a half hours No. About. Clearly, like, he has, quote-unquote, gay role models, but, yeah. but he also seems to be, like, unimpressed by them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he calls them uh, Sonny and Cher, yeah. and I and I love uh, his, his dad's line... Was like, don't call them that. Is is it because is it because they're gay or because they're ridiculous? <laughs> that is true. I love that line. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very important distinction. Yeah, and they seem a little ridiculous. They do seem a little ridiculous. Yep. And a wonderful and, way. And the they have this whole conversation when like uh, he wants Elio to wear the shirt that they bought for him, and mm-hmm. he's like, Nah, though. This yeah. is, what is this? And but like he he winds up doing it anyway, mm-hmm. and it's a ridiculous shirt. <laughs> like I thought it was an all right shirt. I wear ridiculously patterned shirts all oh, the time. Oh well, I'm not saying that it's ridiculous in a bad way. I'm saying <laughs> it's ridiculous though. And also, uh, side note, they meet Marja when when she has her sex hair. Oh my goodness, that sex that that sex hair is perfect. Yeah, it's so big and yep. it's wonderful. It's all like one sided. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they're and they're all just like they they look like just their their skin looks all sweaty like they've just been going at it yeah like they just came out of a weird attic yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, the uncles right they're, they're and they're really not in the movie that no, much no they're but not it's, but, it's but it's still it's nice, nice. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a nice a little nice moment scene. yeah mm-hmm. uh, anyway. 
so this movie was nominated for four Academy Awards. Okay. Best Picture, Best Leading Actor, Timothy Chalamet, which we already discussed. Uh, Best Original Song, Sufjan Stevens for Mystery of Love, which is the song that sort of plays... plays over the waterfall, right? Yeah. Okay. I, 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 both songs are really good. I prefer Visions of Gideon. Okay. Maybe that wasn't an original song. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and best adapted screenplay, James Ivory, which it won. Right. And which uh, was exciting. Yes. Mm-hmm. James Ivory became the oldest winner of a competitive Oscar at eighty nine. Good for him. Yeah, super old. Yep. And he made this uh, great movie about young people. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. Uh, if anything, it should have been nominated for uh, more Academy Awards. I feel like that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love the way this movie looks. Yeah. It's very unobtrusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I I feel like uh, someone could possibly call this movie even just uh, boring looking because there's no like interesting. Sh- it's not like you know your normal film nerd like oh he shoots from inside a fireplace or oh look at this crane he, shot. He literally does shoot from inside. Well, actually, a fireplace. yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but but you know, it's 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 an unobtrusive film style it's really just showing you exactly what's happening but there's just it's it's something about like the the specific angles that yeah. he gets he yeah he picks good angles to like get at the emotions of stuff mm-hmm. i i agree with that yeah and they make a point in the end credits it, there's this weird uh credit right before the end that says like shot entirely on 35 millimeter film with this vintage lens they sp- they call out one lens uh it's interesting it's also interesting because most movies are not shot with one lens you'll use different lenses for different types of shots Mm -hmm. and i think using one lens for the entire movie uh, gives it uh a very specific look okay you know uh like uh, the only other example i could think of is uh the movie psycho is shot entirely with i think a 50 millimeter lens because that's supposed to most accurately uh, reflect uh, human vision, and okay. so everything should, it looks like how you would look at it, basically. And I feel like that's what this movie is trying to do as well. Okay. I don't know if it's the same type of lens. I don't know that much about lenses, mm. but uh, this movie looks great. Cool. And yeah, uh, this movie looks great. Uh, it is great. It's great. Yeah, I recommend it. It's a good yeah. movie. It's romantic mm-hmm. and a little bit silly and a little bit sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 got everything. It's yeah, I cried. Yeah, we didn't touch on that. I cried. Cried hell hard. We touched like, upon on how we cried. Well, we didn't <laughs> touch about it this time. I'm saying we touched upon it this time. We were talking about I remember everything and how yeah, we cried. That's true. We talked about how we cried even say during I the episode. Cried. I cried though. We did cry during we the episode. Cr- yeah, I cried. We cried. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I cried. Yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> This movie is is so good. It's really good. I uh, I feel like I could I could watch this movie all the time, uh, but then I would just be sad so much when you it would ends. Be sad a lot. Uh, but you have to let that feeling in. You you don't want to shut that feeling off. Oh yeah, that's true. How good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So that's it. Do you want to do the ending this time? Oh, okay. Yeah, so that I don't have to have any final thoughts. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at, at nominees pod. You said at twice. At at? 
Yeah. At at. You don't at at. It's at at. Follow us on at, Twitter at nominees. Listen, this is just let me do it. All right. Okay. <laughs> follow us on Twitter at nominees pod. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You can follow us on Instagram at nominees pod. I promise I will post something this week. <laughs> Last week I said that we had one in the episode and then promptly forgot about it. Yeah. So I promise I'll do something this week. Uh, you can um, send us can, an email yes. at nominespod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. If you write us a nice letter, we might read it on the show. That's supposed to entice people to write in. Nobody has. That's okay. Maybe nobody has anything nice to say. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you don't have something nice to say, write it in. And we won't read it on the show, but we'll just feel bad about ourselves. <laughs> Listen, I already do that without their help. That's okay? true. Um, you can also uh, find our podcast directly uh, at nominesword.podbean.com. Mm-hmm. We are now on Spotify. Yep. Um, yeah, that's... Oh, and we will have... We technically have a Patreon. It's not up yet. We will let you mm-hmm. know what it is. I think uh, I think probably... I, I think we should release some form of the other yeah. Call Me By Your Name episode yep. on there. Uh, I did we, promise we ta- that to my yeah. one friend. We I don't know how about a lot of the same is. things. We did. It's a lot uh, of overlap, but yeah. we're drunker mm-hmm. in the other version and and much more easily distracted. Yeah. Yeah. And um and yeah, there'll be more content uh there coming soon. You'll have to pay us for it. I don't know how much. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, like, I mean, uh, we're not that particular. Yeah. So uh, I can't imagine I mean, it'll be very much. I would like, like, I don't know, a living wage. So maybe we'll set the tier at, like, you know, $15 an hour. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That doesn't... Yeah, that, I don't think no, that's going to work. No, I don't think that'll work out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll figure it it's out. It's a nice dream. Right. Yep. Um. So, yeah. So thanks for being with us. Yeah. Uh, thank you join for listening. Us Next week for The Shape of Water. Yeah, that's uh, the last episode. Well, the second to last episode of 2017. Last movie, then there'll be a wrap-up episode. And then... Uh, it's time for our next mini-series. Ooh. Ooh. What could it possibly be? I don't know why I did be? a spooky voice. I feel like I should just uh, tell people and then they can prepare by watching these movies. I guess that's but true. But also just seems like we want to keep up the suspense. I don't know. Both seem good. Both seem good. Both are good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll leave that up to you. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that. Yep. Uh, have a good night, everybody. Yeah. Later. <laughs>